What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels, or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. All right, it is now time for part two of the top 40 albums of 2021. We're going to do entries number 30 through 21 here today. Of course we are. So I thought the last show, music-wise, was excellent. Just super quality stuff. Once again, I was overtly impressed with the amount of good records that came out, especially rock-based records that came out, of course, in 2021. And this particular episode will be no exception. As per a countdown rule, it can only get better, right? So I promise yet another stellar list of records you gotta check out that came out last year. Kicking things off here, number 30... So I've known about this guy for a long time. I am a super massive fan of Hanoi Rocks. And Hanoi's former bass player, Sammy Yaffa, has a new solo album out that came out back in September, on September 3rd of 2021, self-produced solo album called The Innermost Journey to Your Outermost Mind. Great title. And it's a burner, man. You know, some Hanoi ties. Of course, you know, he does currently play with Michael Monroe and Michael Monroe's solo band. And he co-wrote this album with fellow Michael Monroe band member Rich Jones. Great talent as well. And this is just a super record. Some of those cool genres kind of peek in throughout the album. You know, a European style. Almost kind of like that early 80s, like punk raga kind of thing at times. And just some straight up rock stuff. I love it. So it looks like this album has definitely been ignored in the grand scheme of things. And most Hanoi-based stuff is unfortunately relegated to, you know, kind of like cult obscurity. But you should definitely check this record out if you're any kind of fan of rock and roll for sure. And Michael Monroe actually does appear on the album a couple of times, albeit just strictly playing harmonica and saxophone, which I picked up on like right away because he's got just this unmistakable attack and sound when he plays those instruments because he's really great at both. He's one of the best harmonica players living in my opinion. But anyway, enough about Michael. Getting back to Sammy here. Sammy put out a great record, and here's my current favorite song on the record, and a great song to kick off the show with here today. This is The Last Time. Where the hell have you been? Who let you in? You got a hole in your head I'm going back to bed This will be the last time The very first, last time I know I need to choose 
kicking off the show here today in fine fashion and coming in at number 30 of the top 40 of 2021 that was sammy yaffa from the album the innermost journey to your outermost mind that was the last time that shouldn't be the last time you ever hear his music go check out his stuff for sure especially that record amazing okay moving on here number 29 local boy ryan hamilton love ryan hamilton uh, by local i mean fort worth texas by the way i Kind of claim both Dallas and Fort Worth, Texas, since I live between them, basically in the suburbs of that. But Ryan Hamilton, I've seen him play live for years, checked out his records for years, just doing us proud. Great songwriter, does great covers. He can do it all. And he had a cool record come out here at the end of November in 2021. The album is called 1221. The reason being is because he actually wound up releasing every one of these songs once a month every month of 2021 so i guess you could consider this an odd and end record but it was released as a full-length album and it does play very well as a top to bottom record so i'm definitely counting it amongst the best albums of 2021 and rightfully so co-produced by ryan and his producer dave draper Uh, like i said it's a cool collection of songs handful of covers i really dig the refreshments cover of banditos tempted to play it but Ryan's such a great songwriter. Definitely wanted to put one of his originals on here. So overall, my current favorite song on this album, 1221 by Ryan Hamilton, is this one right here. Check it out. It's called Do the Damage. Said it. You're not gonna 
two very unexpected things about that song. It's another reason it puts it over the top for me as my favorite song on the record right now. By the way, that was Ryan Hamilton with Do the Damage from the album 1221, the number 29 record of 2021. So the two things that really threw me off about that song is like the very first lyric in the song, loose lips sink ships. I freaking hate that term in music. It's just so overused. It's been used for a hundred years. And I've always said, let's put a moratorium on that. But I like that immediately it almost gets dismissed where he says, can't believe they said it. So I give that one a pass for that reason. Cause initially I rolled my eyes when I heard it, but then like, it's like, okay, you win, sir. And then the other thing, the unexpected keyboard that kind of shows up there in the song also puts that song over the top for me. So I just love it. Good stuff. Ryan always keeps me guessing. He never really stays on one thing. So if he has any Neil Young in him, that's what it is. Like he just moves from style to style, even though you always know it's him. So that's a sign of a really great artist, in my opinion. So check out some Ryan Hamilton stuff if you've never given him a shot. Also his earlier works, Smile Smile and People on Vacation. I do miss that band. I, I hope at some point, at some point, we can get a reunion of them because I really enjoyed going to see them live. Okay, we'll see, right? Okay, moving on here, album number 28. And this one, I know that there was some criticism about just on the front end, which I, I don't understand these kind of things because it's like, yeah, of course it's a marriage of convenience, but I just feel like acts like this, they wouldn't do records together if they just didn't get along and didn't have this thing in common. And clearly they do, this love of old school. So this Silk Sonic record, it's Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock. And, you know, you know, Bruno's got the big mainstream success and Anderson Pock has the indie street cred. And they got together and did this record. It's such a funk throwback, and I fucking love it. So, yeah, criticism be damned, cynicism be damned, and snobbery be damned. By the way, like, I, I was always intending on listening to this record, and I just kept forgetting to do it. So two things happened. Literally in the same day, I ran into the CD of this, like at Target or something, and I did a double take, because I'm like, Anderson Pock looks like Stevie Wonder on that cover. Like, tell me he doesn't. Uh, and also apparently this was Gene Simmons favorite record of 2021. he's like, it's, it sounds like the albums I grew up on. So, Hey, take it from Gene. And he's right, man. Like, okay, maybe growing up means records that were coming out when he was in his twenties, you know, and, and actually like on tour already, but man, this album's fun. Is that Bruno Mars, Anderson Pock, some guest action from the great Bootsy Collins, Cleveland's finest citizen and bass player. And you got a winning combination. So, yeah. Don't believe me? Take it from the source. Here's Silk Sonic with Put on a Smile, and you will. Oh, look here, fellas. Take it from your Uncle Bootsy. Ain't no shame begging in the rain. Tell her how you really feel.
Ah, man. Yeah, that's classic R&B. I love a nice build-up to a chorus, as even Bruno has said himself. When something like that happens, it's called pure flight, and he is absolutely right about that. Great classic old-school-sounding ballad right there. Put on a smile, but it also gives you a nice chill and a sense of positivity. I actually failed to mention that Silk Sonic record. It's actually called An Evening with Silk Sonic, and it was co-produced by Bruno Mars, D-Mile, and Stereotypes. So yeah, go check that record out. You need at least one R&B record a year, and you might get another one on this list, so stay tuned. But coming in now at number 27, something completely different. A band that I resisted for a long time, mostly due to the lead singer's voice. I just still have a bit of an issue with how he sounds, and I think it has to do something with the production it just sounds very Pro Tools to me still, but I've come to accept it a little bit more over the years. Also, I think for me personally, the material has improved a bit. It's gotten a little more catchy, although metal purists really don't like those kind of things sometimes, but I don't get that. But that all being said, we're talking about Volbeat. I did like the uh, Seal the Deal and Let's Boogie record quite a bit. So yeah, I, that was kind of my getting into the band moment and been following them since, just kind of on and off. But damn, man, if I did not really enjoy Servant of the Mind, their brand new studio album, it came out towards the end of the year here on December 3rd of 2021, co-produced by Michael Polson and Jacob Hansen. Man, it's one of those things, like, you have those bands where you do listen to them, even though, I, I don't want to say hate listen, but you listen to it, like, waiting for it to fail, and I kept doing that, and it kept not failing, and it almost bothers me. <laughs> like, And I kind of do laugh at the haters on this one sometimes, because it's like, dude, sounds like fucking Cher, you know? <laughs> so it makes me laugh every time. But you know what? Maybe that'll actually endear me to them more at the end of the day, because I don't even mind Cher, honestly. So, I should love them, right? But man, this Servant of the Mind record is damn good. And as luck would have it, I mentioned this before, they're doing a co-headline tour with Ghost. So I'm all over that. I'm in, I'm going to go, and I got a feeling, and I've heard this a lot, I believe from my friends Luz and Baca over there on Cobras and Fire. Apparently, if you go see them live, you will be absolutely sold. So looking forward to it. They're going to prove it. I, I have a feeling. So until then, check out Servant of the Mind. It's catchy, it's heavy, and they do that weird thing still where they kind of throw some rockabilly in there, so I dig that, you know, breaking the rules and all that kind of stuff, but I'm going to stick with the album opener here, so yeah, it's a good pace setter, and it really doesn't let up after that, so I'd say go with it. This is Volbeat, and the song is Temple of Yakur.
Coming in at number 27 of the top 40 albums of 2021, that was Volbeat and the album Servant of the Mind. That song was The Temple of Yakur, the opening track on the record. Okay, sticking with the metal right here, metal icons, Iron Maiden. Yes, okay, by the way, I know some people probably have this album in their top 10 or even top 5. And awesome, great, I love Maiden. I do not hate on this record. I mean, yeah, it's coming in at number 26, but like I said, once again, this was a banner year for rock albums for me. So 26 is still excellent as far as like even the scoring system. I think it did like an 85 or something like that. So come on, don't start throwing rocks at me or unsubscribe or anything like that. Hell, I'm road tripping to go see Maiden this year sometime in the fall with my buddy Logan and Brandy Brown of the Synaptic. So yeah, I'm, I'm a Maiden fan. Seen him multiple times live, got all the records, all that jazz. So nothing wrong with Sinjutsu. I mean, you know, if you're looking for short songs, yeah, you might have a problem with it. But if you haven't been paying attention to Maiden for like the last 20 years, they have become a prog band since they reunited with Bruce Dickinson over 20 years ago. So yeah, that's just how it is now. That's how it is. So yes, Sinjutsu. And of course, you got the great album cover, you know, with Eddie as a classic ninja warrior from like the olden days of Japan. You know, if you read your history, true samurai. Okay. Yes. So this album came out September 3rd, 2021, of course, produced by Kevin Shirley. Kevin Shirley has been on board with Maiden, I believe since fear of the dark or at the very least the X factor. I, maybe that's when he came in. I'm not sure, but it's around there. Like, I mean, he's been with this band for like 30 years, basically. And uh, Kevin Shirley came in. I I knew him from producing Dream Theater records in the 90s, so that's probably not coincidental either. Uh, But yeah, once again, tied into the prog thing. So yeah, I mean, hey, they're they're not all long-ass songs. I will say 10 songs, 80 minutes. That's a long record. (laughs) So it's like a triple vinyl. So, but yeah, once again, I, I dig it, you know, and it's one of those growers. So nothing against it at all. Not in the top three main records, but not in the bottom three either. That's the way it goes. It's a good generic that I'm going to go with right here. And to appease anybody who might not be on board with the long songs, went with my favorite short song on the album. So there you go. A little handshake for the Sinjutsu album. So here you go. The great Iron Maiden. And the song is called Days of Future Past.
All right, up in the irons right there with Iron Maiden, Days of Future Past, as in past tense, not I passed them on the street. Okay, because, you know, there's different pop culture references with that phrase in there. So, and, and Maiden, and I, like still like 100% of Iron Maiden material is either something from a movie or a book or, you know, history, things like that. And that's what makes them them. So, yeah, moving on here, number 25. I call them the obligatory rock band because they're the band that gets invited to all the parties, but I still like them. I'm not hating on them. It's just like, that's the one representation of rock music that we pretty much seem to have in the mainstream world, the Foo Fighters. And um, at least they put out good material. At least I like their records. So it's kind of like breathe a sigh of relief because you know, rock music ain't doing so well in the mainstream. And I'm glad at least the Foo Fighters are out there trying to keep it going. Man, two things, by the way. I'm looking so forward to that movie of theirs. It looks like something like no other. Obviously, like a cross between Phantom of the Park, Pick a Destiny, and Wild Zero. So I can't wait for this film. But also, man, Foo Fighters, you know, they're always super busy. They put out that DG's album, you know, in the middle of the year. So this album right here, Medicine at Midnight, the album that we're talking about that came in at number 25, of my top 40 albums of 2021. It was released very early in the year, February 5th of 2021, co-produced by the band and Greg Kirsten. This album had been done for a long time, uh, but it got delayed, you know, like a lot of other albums and tours did, you know, pandemic. And yeah, you know, the basic review on this album is that it's a little more pop-leaning than their recent efforts, which I would agree with that. Because, you know, I man, I loved Concrete and Steel. I thought that was like an instant classic, much like Wasting Light, just super records. Uh, you know, I like Medicine and Midnight. I don't like it as much as those other albums. But, you know, hey, if I could be so vanilla from time to time, it'll do. <laughs> so, yeah. And then like every song, I'm like, you know, they're, they're full point songs for the most part, a couple of halves. So it did very well. Number 25, like I said, Medicine at Midnight. Here is my current favorite song on the record. This one's called Holding Poison.
All right, Foo Fighters right there. Medicine at Midnight is the record. That was the number 25 album of 2021. And that song was called Holding Poison. Hope you enjoyed that. Maybe you hadn't heard that yet. If you haven't gone deep on the record, then you hadn't. So I think it's an album worth checking out. Obviously, everything in the top 40, I think you should at least listen to. See if it's for you. And then, of course, purchase the damn thing. Okay, this next band, the band that came in at number 24, was happy to see them make the charts here. This is their fourth album. They've been around since, like, the early 2000s. I want to say, like, 2003 or 2004. I saw them live on that initial tour, opening for Nine Inch Nails and Queens of the Stone Age. But, yeah, Death From Above, 1979. I've always enjoyed this band. They just sound, you know, so... They, they just sound new and modern, and they, they got, like, a hybrid style of, like, punk rock and electro and just noise, and I like it. It's just a nice marriage of those styles, and it's erratic, and it's just... Yeah, this is one of those albums that really perked me up when I would get out there, do my walks in the morning, which I try to do as often as possible, hopefully every day if I'm doing it right. But this is one of those albums that really got the blood boiling. So I really enjoyed this album. So, hey, if that's what you need to listen to a record, then check out this record. Like I said, the band is called Death From Above 1979. The album is called Is For Lovers. Yeah. Number four, by the way, print style. Came out on March 26th of 2021. Self-produced. So yeah, why waste time? Turn it the fuck up. DFA 79. This song is called Free Animal. <laughs>
Ah, uh, yeah, that'll get you going, won't it? Free Animal by Death From Above 1979 from their latest album, Death From Above 1979 is for lovers. Okay. Speaking of a couple of things earlier, I spoke of going to see DFA 79 open up for Queens of the Stone Age many, many years ago. And as luck would have it, this next album was co-produced by Josh Hame of Queens of the Stone Age, along with a guy named Paul Epworth. And definitely the most positive thing I heard about Josh Hame in this last year was co-producing this album. I won't go into further detail about that. And the other thing I mentioned about going out, walking in the morning, getting the blood boiling, this record right here will also do that for you if you're going to get in that mode. Royal Blood, their third current studio record called Typhoons, came out on April 30th of 2021. This thing is super fun. I dig it. it. It works on all levels. If you're going out walking, if you're out driving, just going to work, or just driving to the grocery store, if you're in a record store, it works everywhere. I've heard it in all of those scenarios. So yeah, this is a damn good record. It works if you're paying attention. It works for background music. A sure sign of greatness. So I'm starting to run into that problem as I do in most of these countdowns once the number gets lower and higher on the countdown. It's harder to pick a song. So more often than not, I'm usually drawn to going with the opening track, especially if I feel like people maybe haven't heard the record so much. You know, you got to have a great opener, right? So I'm going with it right here just because I can't make up my mind. So here you go. The opening track from Royal Blood's Typhoons. This is Trouble's Coming.
Royal Blood right there with Troubles Coming, the opening track, off of their latest album, Typhoons. Really fun record. Nice upbeat jam right there. Speaking of upbeat jams, album number 22 of 2021 is the 20th studio album by one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, True Road Warriors, True Icons, Cheap Trick right here with this album right here called In Another World. Came out on April 9th of 2021. Looks like it was recorded on and off uh, between like 2018 and 2020. Might have gotten delayed because of the pandemic. I'm not sure. Produced by Julian Raymond. And I'd say this is definitely the best album since Dax Nielsen has become like a full-time member of the band. My favorite overall Cheap Trick album since the latest album. It's called The Latest, by the way, if, in case you're a non-fan. It's an album that came out like a 2008 or 2009 or something like that. Now I'm called The Latest. But their best album, I'd say in a little over a decade. I've liked some stuff from the last few albums here and there, but this is the best top-to-bottom record in a little over a decade. So what's not to love, right? It's freaking Cheap Trick. Could have played a lot of different songs to represent, but I'm going with this one right here. This one's called Light Up the Fire.
Cheap Trick right there, sounding very inspired. I love hearing a band that long in the tooth sound that inspired. It sounds like they're having fun. They got a lot of fire behind them still. Great stuff. Cheap Trick. The album's called In Another World. The number 22 album of 2021. And now number 21 of 21. Cheap Trick, definitely the stalwarts of power pop. You know, one of the initial real quote-unquote power pop bands after like the Raspberries and Big Star and stuff like that. And a band keeping that flame alive. This random band I ran into via Underground Garage on Sirius. Can't say enough nice things about that channel. But man, this band came in right at the end of the year. Literally found this record and band when they were doing their countdown at the end of the year. So I got a feeling, honestly, I think this record would have been easily breaking through into the top 20 had I discovered it earlier in the year. Once again, I just didn't spend enough time with records in 2021 new records at least i I listen to shit tons of records but it's nothing new so i'm gonna write that wrong in 2022 but that all being said my god speaking of power pop this band has it in spades this italian power trio yeah i don't think there's any italian representation at all i mean literally from italy uh, on this countdown so this is the lone band that's gonna do it but man this record is hot it's called Ravon. The band is called Radio Days, not D-A-Z-E, D-A-Y-S. And man, I am loving this so damn much. Once again, I think it would have broken in the top 20 and I, you know, if it wasn't so much kind of like a debut here on Rock Strikes 10. But great way to end the show and further proof that the top 20 here of 2021 is going to smoke. So until all of that, check this out. Radio Days. And this song right here called When I'm With You. So many 
Finishing off this show here today, finishing off part two of the top 40 albums of 2021 and coming in at number 21, my favorite new band, Radio Days from Italy. The album is called Ravon. Go get that one on Bandcamp. That's where I found it. I was trying to find some extra information about them. I literally went on the Discogs to try to get any extra information and I didn't really see any, but I love when, you know, they match up kind of like you go anywhere else. Like, if you like this band, you like this band. And the fact that the first two bands you see when you click on the Rave On album on Discogs, you see the Cry and you see the Yum Yums. Perfect. That's all I freaking needed to, like, love this band that much more. So I, I can't praise it enough. Radio Days. Go check out that band. I hope you're enjoying this episode, the series of episodes of 2021. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I am bugging the shit out of my friends that don't listen to this show to listen. You got to hear this music. There's still great music out there because, man, it sure ain't in the top 40. My top 40 is excellent. The mainstream top 40 is garbage. So I hope you enjoy this. I hope you keep listening. I hope you check out the top 20 coming up on the horizon. It'll be out in a few days. Let's do a few other plugs before the plugs. Uh, I hadn't said this yet on the episode, but most of these records you can definitely get on goodrecordstogo.com. Go check them out. They're good people. Do business with them. And for something like a Radio Days, get them on Bandcamp. They get a good cut that way, and you're supporting the artist. So, yeah, there's a few extra plugs. Until then, stay tuned. we got the top 20 coming up, like I said, of 2021. Before all that... You're going to hear the new plugs featuring my better half, Nola, and then followed by the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cats Ruby and Ripley a treat. We are on Twitter at rockstrikes 10 and the direct email is rockstrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have Rockstrikes 10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going all the way back to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out some of these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris. 
where cinema's trash is treated like treasure, and the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. We also highly recommend that you check out our good friend Mark Striegel, who can now be heard exclusively on SiriusXM as part of Ozzy's Boneyard and Hair Nation. Last, but certainly not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent ya. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun. Game show is brought to you by Christ. I can't find it. The hell with it.